If you're a fan of the Sly Guy podcast and one podcast a week isn't enough, you want to get an additional three or four a week, head on over to patreon.com forward slash Sly Guy podcast where you get the weekly guest episode of the podcast every Friday. So it's me and a guest, sometimes two guests, but always guests. And listen, we've just confirmed a guest for the next couple of weeks, which took us massive action to get hold of, but we got them. It's secured, it's going to be a great episode, and you want to be on the Patreon before that kicks off. That's all I'm saying. On a Monday, you get the extra Sly Guy podcast, which is just me, audio only. Oops, saying what I want, being a cheeky little scamp. Oopsie. So you get that on a Monday, and it's only available on Patreon, nowhere else. So make sure you sign up, get that. Then as well, you get my my comedic musings with my dog, on the, on the old Dog Walks with Davey podcast. What a treat that is. Just me, my dog, often the seaside, and just the struggles that I have with that stupid four-legged freak on a, on a daily basis. So it's a lot of fun. Get over there. Early access to this podcast as well. And then on top of that, you've got some stand-up specials. You have some sets that have done. You have some um, tasters of other projects we're working on. And just other fun generally speaking so if you want to be part of that head on over to patreon.com forward slash sly guy podcast now for as little as two pound a month oh my goodness two pounds a month not even a coffee it's it's but you're getting you're giving me boiling water and but you're getting gold in return patreon.com forward slash sly guy podcast my brand new stand-up r bits and pieces is going to be taking place on saturday the 10th of september once again in the Ulster Hall. The last time I was in the Ulster Hall, it was the, my favourite night in stand-up that I've ever had. The best night of my comedic life. And if you want to be part of what's going to be even bigger and better than last time, get there. Could be my last show in the Ulster Hall ever. Put it like that. Because, you know, I could die. I mean, it could die before that. And then the previous one could have been. But hey let's look to the positives. Tickets are on sale now through the Ulster Hall website or via Ticketmaster. Or the most basic thing to do is follow me on social media. You know, go on Instagram or Facebook at Dave Elliott Comedy or on Twitter at The Dave Elliott with two L's and two T's in Elliott. Now, why is it The Dave Elliott on Twitter and not Dave Elliott Comedy? Because Twitter's complicated and doesn't let you have as many characters, typically, because it's Twitter. But go there, get your tickets to bits and pieces. Already, it's shaping up to be my favourite hour. I can't wait to be there. I can't wait to do it again. The Ulster Hall is my favourite place to do stand-up. Get on board and be part of this once-in-a-lifetime experience because, you know, what goes on in live shows, hey, stays at live shows. There are, obviously, footage available and you can get, but it's not the full. It's never full. It's always an edit. But if you want to be unfiltered, unedited, from the horse's mouth, get tickets for bits and pieces. The Sly Guy podcast is proudly brought to you by our sponsors and friends at Fat Bastard Burger in Bangor. Now, I've said this for a while now. Fat Bastard Burgers deliver you fat, tasty, seasoned Wagyu beef with the most delicious salad, the delicious sauce, delicious brioche baps that you can imagine. Now, it's all well and good. You say, oh, they sponsor your podcast, Dave. You're going to say they're good. Yeah, but here's the thing about me. If they were shit, I would say they were shit. If they're sponsoring me, I don't care. You know, if they, if they sucked and they were giving me money, I'd be like, oh, these guys are shit. But hey, they sponsor the podcast. But these guys are far from shit. And if you don't want to take my word for it, they are only the winner. Like the winner, the numero uno, the top dog of the NI Takeaway Awards 2022 Best 
burger takeaway. So not only do they support this podcast, which should automatically make you support them, they have been voted and are recognised now as the best takeaway burger in the country. Wow. And if you don't think that's enough, if you don't think that's good enough to go to Fat Bastard Burger, check out their sisters, Bebe Adriano's, BB Adriano's, whatever you want to call it. They're nominated for Northern Ireland's Healthy Takeaway as well. And you know what? Baby Adrianos has been for a long time supporter of the show. And also, they're the best burritos in the country. There are other places that you can get your burritos. There are other places that people will be like, oh, I need to go to this place to get a... They pale in comparison. And that's what Baby Adrianos came on board for in the first place because I spoke about how much they were nicer than other places you can get burritos. And don't take my word for it. Take the word of the people. Previous award winners of the NI Takeaway Awards going to win the Healthy Takeaway Award 2022 because I predict it. And that's where you should go. Get your burritos from Bebe Adriano's. Get your burgers from Fat Bastard Burger. Like if you think, hmm, what could you get? A fat? You could get a Fat Bastard. If you go to Fat Bastard Burger, that's their standard beef burger. Or if you want some cheese, you can get a cheesy Fat Bastard. You want to mix it up. You don't, you don't want your mouth to be filled with haven beef. You don't want your mouth to be stuffed with fat, juicy beef. If that's not for you, and you're crazy for cock and you want some chicken, get the crazy for cock burger. Go for it. But one thing you will do is if you get a burger from Fat Bastard, you will not regret it. And I say so. So get in touch with them. Say, Davey sent you. Order today. Get their app for 10% off anywhere you get your apps. In an app store, in a play world, in what I don't know what all these... I'm not a tech guy. Wherever you get your apps, whatever your phone is, Android, iPhone, whatever... Get the Fat Bastard Burger app. Get your burgers ordered today. Say, Davey sent you and you will not be sorry. Mark my damn words. The Sly Guy podcast is always brought to you in association with Modest Beer. We've said it before and we'll say it again. Modest Beer were a small independent brewery based right here in Hollywood. They've extended, they've left Hollywood, they've gone bigger and beyond. But the root of Modest Beer is always still here in Hollywood in County Down and they're just going from strength to strength you might know this because they don't tell you because obviously duh they're modest but I'm telling you now modest are the beers that I drink if I'm going out to meet friends and I'm getting the carry out I'm drinking modest beer if I'm going to bring your own and I want some fucking beer it's modest obviously they don't do cider yet because I also like cider and wine but if it's beer it's modest beer and you want to find out some more about modest beer check out their website www.modestbeer.co.uk to find out more or just follow them on social media all at Modest Beer so it's Instagram Facebook Twitter at Modest Beer follow the movement go to their website get their merch support the friends of the show support Modest Beer I'm the Slag Guy hello and welcome to another edition of the Slag Guy podcast where are you listening to the show what are you doing when you're listening to the show, that's what I want to know. When do people listen to podcasts? Do you watch the show? Do you watch it like it's a wee TV show on YouTube? Do you watch it on your phone? Do you watch clips? Do you listen to it? I don't know. What do you do? Do you listen to it if you're like me when you're driving in the car? Do you stick your podcasts on? Do you listen to them in bed? Do I put you to sleep? Is this the last voice you hear before you go to bed? This guy? Do you listen when you're walking the dog when you're going to the gym? Come on, you got one more rep in you. One more. Squeeze it. Come on. What are you waiting for? 
if that's why you, if if you listen to this when you're in the gym, you need to sort your life out because you should be listening to hardcore rock music. You know what I mean? You should be listening to new metal, or you should be listening to like vintage rock. But you shouldn't be listening to me giving off about stuff ever in the gym because that's weird. You know? Or if it, if I'm going properly off and I'm and I'm ranting, you know, I hate to sound like Rory Woods here, but if I'm Eric ranting, at, you know, you might have a giggle and you might drop a squat rack on your neck and you might paralyse yourself and I don't want to be guilty for that I don't want someone to be taking me to court to be like I'm sorry this guy's just too funny I was doing a squat I had no spotter I thought it was Harry squatter but I had no but I had no oh what's his mate called I had no swaggers to, to help me out and I fell and broke my neck there you are I had no Ron Ron Squeezley to, to help me pump up so I dropped this Harry Squatter dropped the squat rack in his neck, paralyzed himself. I was going to try and think of a Hermione reference, but I can't do that. I'm afraid. Um, so there you have it. That Welcome to the show. That was an interesting intro, wasn't it? I'm just curious to know what you do. I always listen to podcasts when I'm out, either walking the dog and not recording Dog Walks with Davey. It's available on Patreon or from driving places. So today I was listening to the podcast on the way up. Then I had to do a little bit of boring admin when I got here to sort out the sort of the recording of the podcast because, as you can tell, there's no Ben today. I'm here solo, and when I'm here solo, you'll know if you're a Patreon and you listen to the guest episodes. I do the, I do the tech. You know, I'm the tech guy, and there's more often than not problems with tech whenever I do it. So I had to come here. I had to try and sort some stuff out. But I think we're okay. And I wasn't listening to podcasts when I was sorting stuff out. I was listening to some I was listening to some classic rock music. And I say classic rock music, classic rock music of my era. So I was enjoying a little bit of Metallica there. And I was enjoying a bit of red hot chili peppers. I was listening to Give It Away, just to get myself psyched up. Give it away now. And I feel great to do a podcast. Because I must be honest with you, I'm recording this on the final day of Easter. This is Monday, the eighteenth. Of April, I don't know what today is. Is it Easter Monday? Is that a day? Is it just a bank holiday? Who knows? What I do know is I got up early this morning because it's a Monday to me. Um, I took last Thursday, Friday, Saturday and Sunday off because of like having social activities to do. So I worked hard last week, got got planned up to, uh, to take some leave. And I thought, you know what? I am coming back on Monday with a positive head on my shoulders, I'm going to get emails out, I'm going to chase up things, I'm going to work hard. Then, as I was doing that, wife Catherine was like, what are you doing? I was like, hey, I'm starting a week strong. She's like, bank holiday, no one's going to be picking up their emails. I got a load of emails back from people being like, hey, sorry, we're on leave, this is an out of office. And I was like, oh no, awkward. Then, my agent, I messaged him um, about him having a sore bum. Now, this is an awkward scenario, right? You're probably going to go, you should not email your agent and ask them if they've got a sore bum because, hey, that's inappropriate at the best of times. Let me put it into some context for you, right? Last week, we were supposed to arrange a phone call to have a little bit of a chat. Again, this guy, well, everyone fucking loves Easter, apart from me. This guy's like, listen, I'm on some Easter holidays here. And he told me he's going for a big bike ride, right? She's like, I'm going for a big bike ride, a lot of exercise here. No problem. I was like, enjoy your bike ride. That's no problem. Now, I didn't think about the bike ride at all. Then I said to Catherine, oh, I'm not going to be speaking to to him until next week. And she was like, why? What's he doing? And I was like, oh, he's just riding. You know, he's got a big ride planned and, you know, he's not going to be able to speak to me because 
because that's going to be pretty sore for a day or two and she was like what? I was like, yeah, he's gonna be his ass gonna be be pummeled for a long time, so he's gonna need a few days to recover. And she was like, look at me, like, what do you mean? I said, oh no, I mean cycling. He's a, he's a, and she was like, all right, because I was gonna say I know because she's not in this industry, you know, she's a nurse, so she doesn't know what what she can only see from the the outside in as to what this industry is and obviously you've heard tales you know you've heard the tales about what producers get up to what goes on with agents what goes on with you know acts and things eh? some of them you know pretty freaky some of them entirely illegal you know some things like that so for me to go to her listen unfortunately I'm not able to speak I'm not able to speak to my agent for a few days he's going to be riding and his ass is going to be sore she was kind of like Oh well, I mean each to their own. And I was like, hey, I know I'll, sp- I'll catch him next week when he's got some pseudocrem on that thing and he's rested up, put an ice pack in his ass crack. I mean, boom, call me a rapper, stick an ice pack in his ass crack. But um, yeah, he's just just doing an innocent bike ride, and I tried to hit him up today, and he's like, I'm still in Easter holidays. You fuck off. And I was like, yeah, sorry about that. But yeah, I'm not a big I'm not a big celebrator of Easter. Now you're probably going to go, I bet you eat Easter eggs. Yes, because hey, I'm not a celebrator of Easter, but I'm an eater of Easter eggs. As you can tell, I'm a guy that enjoys an Easter egg. So yeah, I do enjoy that aspect of it. But took a couple of days off. It was my old bo- my old boy's birthday, my dad's sixtieth birthday last week, which is weird when you're as old as me, who conceivably I I could potentially play a sixty year old in a a film, um, and you know. My dad's 60, which is pretty weird. Sorry, just check my phone there. I'm just, this is the thing, seeing you're working solo. Normally, Ben just takes my phone, does messages for me when I'm doing this. But, uh, you know, life. So I um, so I took took the leave for my dad's birthday. Now, he is young, a young guy, I guess. So whenever I was born, he would have been, let's do some maths here. He'd been 24, 20, yeah, 24 when I was born. And then, obviously... That meant whenever, like, I was 10, like, almost a full-grown adult, which I, I was because I, I had puberty when I was six. So, like, I was kind of like a teenage-looking guy at nine. So my my, when my dad was my age. He had a guy that looked the same age as I'm just hanging about with him, you know, and it was pretty, pretty weird. I look back at my childhood to be like, yeah, so whenever I was 10 and my, da- my dad was just my, my age now, having like his mates around who if they're anything like my mates total liabilities you know so he's having house parties and I'm like look at these mature guys doing mature things and in hindsight they're just all absolute scoundrels you know like I remember some like childhood vivid memories I'm like I remember my dad having like sweet breath which is weird that whenever you're also a guy that looks the same age as that guy just grabbing his face going breathe in my face daddy and he'd go and be like that's a nice smell with experience and age I discovered vodka just breathe your vodka breath in my face ah same with my granda growing up I was like what's that smell he he has a unique smell about him again as I've grown up realised cigarettes and BO that was just what my old granda smelled like I loved it loved sitting on his knee loved watching Countdown and I loved smoking and drinking with him it was a good time um, but yeah my dad was my age now whenever I was 10 and like I still feel like a child so it's weird that he would have, you know what, of a 10 year old, I have a four year old, and I think that's a, just about, I'm getting by, just about with her, you know, four year old and one year old, but having a 10 year old, 
it's pretty weird. And obviously my dad too, being a young guy, my mum was a little bit older, you know, so it's weird to sort of look at it like, there's two ways you can look at that. You can be like, either your dad was like, you know, pretty cool young guy, just a young fuckboy, you know, getting getting down with the older bitches, which is disrespectful for me to say it about my mother, but you know what I'm saying? You're like this cool guy. Like if you're if you're a guy and you're going out with older women, you're always a bit cooler. It's more like, you know, the, the men are always normally a bit older and the women are younger because men mature so slowly. Like, like women are sensible, intelligent humans and men are just, duh. So normally for that to be flipped around, it's a bit weird. So either my dad's like some like young fuckboy guy or my mum's a pedo, and I don't, I don't, I don't like to go down that road. I don't like to be on though. My, you know, it's it's not. It's cool to be like, oh, your dad's a fuckboy. No, it's not. It's not actually cool to say your dad's a fuckboy. It's cooler to say your dad's a fuckboy than your mum's a pedo. You know, and maybe that's the name of this episode. Your mum's a pedo. Hey, I don't know what that's going to do for algorithms. Is it going to get more eyes on this? Who knows? Let's call the episode Jimmy Savile. No, let's. Let's just call it, I don't know what we'll call it, we'll wing it. Ben, you can name it, he's off. I don't know, I'm looking at here like he's gone. Like, you know in Big Brother, when the series ends and they do all the wee voices where certain things were said, that's what I'm looking over here, this empty space, like I need my Ben. But my dad turned 60 anyway. And we went out for a big meal. And it was a lot of fun. It was like, a lot of family, friends were there. Nice dinner. I was out with them. My, my beautiful wife as well, she was there. And we just had a nice meal, a few drinks, good fun. Home at like 11 or something. Good time. Then for some reason, this is what makes me kind of believe A, there is a God, or B, there isn't a God. Um, If there's a God, why does he punish me for drinking like a couple of drinks? Like why does he give me a hangover from hell and make me feel like I'm dying after having like six drinks or something? Why does he do that? Then it makes me flip the other side and go, there's not a God, because if there was, it wouldn't make me feel that shit. But it felt so bad with the hangover after that that it was just not not fun at all. You know, it was not a nice time for me. Friday was a struggle, and then eventually got through Friday. And then Saturday, I had a date night planned. So I went out with... Uh, Cat- <laughs> I just went out with this other girl off Tinder. No, I went out with my, with my wife, Catherine, for dinner, which was really nice we were saying like we haven't actually done anything together for a while you know we've been out with like friends or whatever but not like just as a date night so we thought we'll do that go out for a bite of dinner we did that a lot of fun nice meal big shout out to Tuk Tuk and Banger delicious Thai Asian cuisine would recommend I had some like Korean dumplings for starters delicious Mm -hmm. And then from the main course, I had a mixed meat pad thai, which, I mean, it's basic for a lot of people, but for me, you know, I'm not a spice guy. It was kind of tough, but very much enjoyable. A good night. The good thing about that is it's a bring your own, so we're like, yeah, we'll just go and, you know, obviously the issue is if you're going to get like a thai, thai food, it normally goes, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have a little bit of fish involved, you know, I'm going to have some seafood, some chicken, so you got to get some white wine on board, you know, so... Normally I'd be a red wine drinker, and that would be my, my tip of the choice. But um, Saturday night I thought, listen, let's bring your own, we'll split a bottle of white wine, I'll have a couple of ciders, whatever. So we did that. The, my, uh, my dearest picked the wine, and she is not what you would say would be a connoisseur of, you know, the finer thing. Like, listen, she's married to me, so the woman has no taste, all right? She's terrible taste. 
Um, you know, she could pick you a prime ribeye, if you know what I'm saying, but she couldn't pick you a good wine. So first mistake she meant she made was like, I'm going to go to get wine in Lidl. Like, no disrespect to Lidl, I mean, well, it, it has some nice wine. But generally speaking, hey, go to an off-license or somewhere with a big selection of white wines. Then she got a dry white wine because she normally likes a sweeter white wine. I like a drier white wine. She didn't go in, the, like, the middle of the scale, which would have made sense. She went right to the dry end. She got that. She's like, I don't like this. It's gross. And then I was like, yeah, it is gross. <coughs> but then, because the wine was gross, it ended up turning the date night into a bit of a, a bit of a sesh because we were like, well, hey, it's bought now. We're out. Let's just chin the wine and we'll we'll drink the cider politely, you know. So we're already mixing drinks off the bat. We're like, fuck, this is chin and wine, mixing whatever else. Oh, and before we went there, of course, went to Fealties and I had two delicious pints of Guinness, the best Guinness in the country. Shout out to Fealties. And um, so a couple of Guinness in me, necked half a bottle of wine, few ciders, then went and met a friend's um, in another bar. One of my friends, Barry, was playing some live music, tremendous musician. We went to, to meet them. And, you know, by that stage, we were half cut, having a nice time. The drinks kept flowing. By this stage, it's like, there's no cider, no wine. I was like, hey, what are we going to drink? I know. So I'll have a pint of beer. Just straight up lager, have that. Then I was like, you know what? I'm not feeling the pints anymore. And normally when I'm not feeling the pints, I like to sort of mix it up a bit and go for, you know... Let's be honest, I like an Alcopop to perk me up. The sugar and the sweetness gets me going. So I was looking for Smyrny Ice or a Blue Wicked. Didn't have it. And I was like, oh my God. So then Catherine was like, oh, I'm going to get you a Red Wicked. And she gave me something in a glass. was not a Red Wicked. It was a West Coast Cooler Rosé. And she just lied to me. I was like, I, I listen, I know my Alcopops and you've mugged me here. But I necked that anyway. Then after that, I was like, I don't want another one. I'm too sweet, but I don't want to go back in the beer. I was going in the shorts. Normally, a brandy and coke kind of guy. Sometimes, if I want to be a little bit wild, I'll get like little John and I'll drink crunk juice, which is brandy and Red Bull, which is silly and wild. So I didn't want to go that wild. So then I was like, hey, you know what? Since I'm since I'm already thinking about being crunk like little John, I'll just go for like a Beanie Man special, rum and Red Bull. So I was drinking rum, rums and Red Bulls until the bar shut. And then when the bar shut, we were in there after for a little bit. Then we went back to house party. Next thing you know, I'm home in the house half three in the morning. Kids are up at seven. I'm not feeling good. Now, the weird thing is, back to the God question, is there, is there not? Who knows? I was less hungover after that than I was on the Thursday night. How does that make sense? I had ten times more to drink on the Saturday than I did on Thursday. And you know I'm not a big drinker, but I felt way, way worse on the Friday than I did on the Sunday, and I shouldn't have. All being said, now that I'm sitting here recording this, I am in a bit of a trough. I'm like, yeah, maybe I don't feel entirely great. Maybe, you know, I should go home and just go straight to bed. I won't, because Catherine's working early in the morning. I'm going to be playing FIFA. You know, I've just finished the transfer market. I need to get these new players better and I need to see what they're all about. I need to make a push for the title. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not going to go straight to bed and then have a busy day tomorrow of just loads of work. So I'm going to enjoy myself before I'm back to work and everyone's emailing me back going, why the, why the fuck are you sending emails on Easter Monday, you stupid bugger? And my agent will be like, why are you telling people I've got a sore ass and need a pseudocreme? And I'm like, hey, it's Easter. Do you know what I mean? Just take one of those Easter eggs. Like the Easter eggs are symbolic of the, the the boulder that blocked Jesus in his cave 
So I can just be like, hey, take an Easter egg, put it, block your ass, man. You'll be sweet. It'll be all good in the hood. And you can relax, and it's no problem. But we'll see how it pans out. We shall see how it goes. And, yeah, but that that was funny, the one I told Catherine. And she just sort of thought, like, I mean, each to their own. You know, that that's it, because she's a nurse. This is the weirdest thing about being married. When you're married to a nurse, and, like, you're running material past her, you know, she's like, um, she's like, do you have any new bits you want? I'm like, yeah, I'm thinking of this joke here. You tell her, and she's like, hmm. And you're looking at her going, oh no. And then it dawns on you, are like, hold on, you're a nerd. What do you know? Like, you don't see me coming waltzing up the ward being like, hmm. See, that's a wee bit of a, that's a bit of a rough catheter you've put in there. Hmm. You do that, it'll be a bit smoother. You know, I don't go and critique her on her nursing. You know what I mean? So she critiques me on my comedy, but I take it. You know what I mean? And then again, I should have known that she doesn't, like, she's not a, A, she's not a comedy fan. How do I know she's not a comedy fan? I'll tell you, she told me, I don't like watching stand-up, so anytime a new special comes out, Netflix or something, I want to watch it. She's like, we do it on your own time, because I have no fucking interest. I'm like, well, that's fun. You know, we're, we're married. You met me at a gig. And she was like, well, I didn't actually really want to go to the gig. I was sold on day drinking, and my friend wanted to see Shane, so I came along, and I'm like, hey, glad you did sometimes, you know. Other times, I'm like, wish you didn't. But for the most part, you know, I'm glad she did. But she doesn't like stand-up. Like, we were at a gig. We went to New York a few years back. And we had booked to go and see a show. We are in there, in the Gotham Comedy Club in New York, having a great time, sitting there, having a drink, us and another couple. I was watching the act that we paid to see, Adam Ray, fan of his. And then the MC comes on, and like, oh, this is one of the biggest clubs in the world. We'd sometimes get... You know, people just dropping in, trying out some new stuff, and, you know, hey, it is what it is. It's one of those nights, guys, put your hands together. Jerry Seinfeld. So Jerry Seinfeld came into the club to do a set. I was like, you know, oh, my God. Look, and I was, like, looking at her going, I can't believe this has happened. Oh! Like, the only other time I've been that excited about someone just appearing was whenever Bono appeared on a, on the Snow Patrol set in Ward Park and Bangor. Mainly because I was like, oh my God, I just live around the corner and Bono's right here. And my first thought was, I wonder if Bono would like to come to my house for a tea. Didn't happen. But I was buzzing. I was like, oh, it's Jerry Seinfeld. It's Jerry. And she's like, who is that? And I was like, what? Jerry Seinfeld of, of Seinfeld. You know, one of the most successful comedians ever right there he is right there like a billionaire guy right there you know if you could be half as successful as him you're one of the most successful comedians of all time you know buzzing and she was like oh, i don't know and i tried to give her a reference i tried to say listen him just popping in here is kind of like if you're you know changing bedpans in the ward and like florence nightingale just rocks up and she was sort of looking at me confused and she was like, but she's dead. And I was like, oh my God, you just do not, you don't get it. And at that moment, I should have gone, you know, we should just never talk ever about jobs again. But, you know, we do. And you know her, her words, she's banned me from saying in the house, podcast. Yet, hey, may I point out, the same woman listens to this every week, but she doesn't listen to it because she enjoys it. She listens to it because she wants to shout at me for stuff I say about her on the podcast. So, Catherine, love you, but also you're a bitch. <laughs> but yeah, 
banned from saying podcast in the house. She doesn't know who Jerry Seinfeld is. Won't let me watch specials. Sly. The point is, we had a great night out on Saturday night, and she's still dying from it. And now I'm here. I still feel a little bit cack, you know. Um, and that's where we're at. So it was. It was. That was nice. Then, oh, what else did I do last week? I had a great. I had a great time. You know, I went to the Northern Ireland women's game against England. You know, first thing, obviously, the result wasn't what um, we were expecting. It was disappointing. But I brought my four-year-old to the game, and it was one of the nicest moments of my entire life. Because, again, I was sort of asked, would, would you like to go to the game? And I said, absolutely, we'd love to go to the game. Um, I've been trying to, like, get my four-year-old interested in things. Like that, you know, selfishly, because I think every parent does. You know, obviously, when you have a, I think as as a dad, you kind of want, you know, to have, initially probably a, a son. You're like, oh, if I have a son, I'll get him into football. I like all the stuff I like. And, and before I had any kids, I probably thought, yeah, maybe would want the son. Then when I had Holly, I was like, I don't, don't give a shit. You know, like once you, not not about her, but like what the kid is so whenever we actually had it I was like I don't care if it's a boy or a girl it doesn't bother me in the slightest because the minute she was put in my arms I'm like well you're the only thing that really matters now you know and um, I had to be like well that's going to be my daughter she's my daughter she's going to be into things that daughters are into I'm just going to have to be there be as good a daddy as I can be unfortunately my dream of going to football matches mightn't come into fruition but that's okay that's cool it is what it is so when the opportunity came to watch a game and I thought I could bring her to this she may like it worst case scenario she mightn't like it nothing's lost best case scenario she loves it turns out she absolutely loved it like she loved everything about it the game the atmosphere everything and by the way big shout out to the IFA because they the atmosphere at the game like I've been to a good few Northern Ireland games the men's team and although it's always great fun to do it's not it doesn't have the same family element which the women's game had and it was just a real good atmosphere everyone was up for it everyone was supporting the team there was no like negativity at all about it everyone was buzzing and it was class you know it was really really class and Holly absolutely loved it you know she's become obsessed with the goalkeeper Jackie Burns like that's all I hear after is like Jackie Burns I want to be like Jackie Burns now the bright side is you can be like you need to eat your broccoli because hey Jackie Burns doesn't be able to kick a football that far without eating her broccoli so now she wants to be a wee goalkeeper I love it I'm going to be able to bring her to games tremendous now how long will this last I don't know she's four but I'm hoping long term but that experience for me genuinely up there with one of my favourite ever life experiences you know having her having so much fun loving the game chanting you know it was just amazing you know really nice time we got a really cute wee video out of it which is a really nice keepsake for me so you know it was nice to be able to do some work but also it was nice to you know have that wee have that wee moment sort of recorded and it was nice and then Ben came with us as well he did the did the video and it was just nice to have have him there have me there and have all it was just a great moment you know really good time and we're going to be big supporters of the Northern Ireland women's team going forward and we're going to actually try to get over to the over to the Euros in Southampton at some stage so you know it'll be 
It'd be a lot of fun, and I would recommend anybody get get behind an Northern Ireland women's team, check them out, follow them, become fans, and keep the stadium being full for them because it was a full house at Windsor, and it was just a class atmosphere, class night. Shame about the result, but everything else, you know, the, these girls are are smashing. You know, just smashing team, great role models. You know, and as as a, as a dad with daughters, you know, selfishly. I would like them to play football so I can go and watch a sport that I actually enjoy watching and I can, you know, really get behind it and I, and I love it. I love it and I love that Holly was inspired by it and now would I like her to stop chanting at all hours of the night to wake the baby up? Yes. But other than that, you know, it was absolutely brilliant. So it was a fun week, you know, a lot of fun, a lot of hangovers, a lot of great memories, but also um, it was all worth it. Um, and also, shit, how did I forget about that? I was going to chat about um, what else did we do? In fact, I'll get on to that after. Before yes, before I forget, and then today on Easter Monday, we went to the folk museum. What a nice day that was! Brought the kids to the folk museum, had a nice Easter day, and it was a lot of fun. I spoke about my dad earlier, and I'm being a young dad. I always thought that he had a problem with the folk museum. You know, not the folk museum. Sorry, I thought he had a problem with the Transport Museum. Because for those that don't know, just outside Hollywood, there's the Ulster Folk and Transport Museum, right? So, bizarre things to combine, like a folk museum with just like historical historical buildings, the way things were centuries ago and blah, blah, blah. And then flip to the other side, travel technology, the Transport Museum. I never really knew what that was when I was a kid. I only just thought it was the Transport Museum and my dad hated it. Because every time we drive past, he'd say something like, the Ulster fucking Transport Museum. I'd be like, what? He'd say, oh, the fu- Ulster fucking Transport Museum. I'd be like, what's the Transport Museum ever done to you? He's like, what do you mean? He goes, why you call them the Ulster fucking Transport Museum? He's like, folk and transport museum. And I was like, all right, so you do like the transport museum? And he's like, nah, it's fucking shite. I was like, well, there you go. <laughs> there you go. But we brought, her, brought the kids to the folk museum today. We did some egg throwing, did some picnicking, did some walking about. Like at the minute I'm sitting on my steps at yeah, I'm near eighteen thousand steps for the day, you know, call me a hot stepper. Um but fun day, nice end of the week and tomorrow I'm gonna get bombarded by people being like, Why are you fucking emailing me on Easter Monday, you prick? I'll be like, Hey, sorry. I'm a freelance guy. I don't know Easter's a thing. I'm from a mixed marriage. All I know is if you get a bank holiday, it's sweet. You get a day off work, but hey, I don't work anymore because this is my job. Uh, I don't lose track of time. But um, yeah, it was a lot of fun. And also a lot of fun, the Channel 4 Blap that I have written with William Thompson has been announced this week. So we can finally talk about it. It's called William of Orangedale. It is about a young man called William with cerebral palsy growing up on a fictional council estate now people are going to go why did you not call William of Orangefield we did we did call it that then we realised Orangefield is kind of like it's nice you know it's a nice part of the, it's a nice estate nice nice green area we wanted it to be a little bit more kind of grittier you know we wanted to film it elsewhere you know to have a bit more of a a gritty look to it so we, we didn't want to then come out and people go oh it's not Orangefield and I'd be like yeah no but also you know didn't work so it's called the William of Orangedale I've seen a cut of it 
it's a lot of fun. Hopefully, um, you guys will enjoy it. You know, with if you know, I don't, I don't really know how what the thought is on like manifestation or saying what you think will happen and hoping it'll come into being. But um, if it goes well and people like the blap, you know, we, there's potential to maybe get a series at the end of it, which would just be a dream come true. You know, if I were to get a, a series that. It'd be amazing. It'd be life-changing stuff. So hopefully you just enjoy it. You see what the characters are about. Again, it's only a wee short blap. So hopefully you get a feel for what they are and what the world is and you want to see a bit more. Because I, for one, um, really enjoyed the whole process. Really enjoyed the seeing the final cut. And I feel there's so much more that we can do with the characters and the world. So... Check that out, it'll be all be available on the 6th of May, so if we can get behind that, get plugging it, get sharing it, you know, let's get an algorithm going, comment on it, on the video on YouTube, you know, the better that does, the more hopefully, you know, opportunity it'll have to go somewhere, and you know, I'd really love to do it, because it's such a great time working on it, writing it, working with the production company, all the crew, the, the cast, everything, it was such an amazing experience, I would love for it to... Love for it to carry on. You know, so hopefully everyone likes it and we'll see some more. So just now I shall go on and do some listeners' questions. Um let me know, let me see. Oh no, what it done. Awkward. Um I meant to send something to Catherine, but I sent it to my mum. That could have been problematic. Um <laughs> Just get some babysitting sorted for for tomorrow. There you go, podcast content. What about that? Sorting out babysitting live in the podcast. Um, there we go. Right, here we are. Listeners' questions. Who do we have first? First question is from Naomi Mitchell. Saying, now we're getting balls deep and sent me a link. Now, I don't know what this, this link's going to be. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Wow, there is a title of this article and it said My husband fucked me with a sex toy that turned his balls into a second penis. I mean, what wizardry is this? When it comes to sex, there are a whole lot of different types you can have. There's oral sex, anal sex, vaginal sex, romantic sex. Didn't know it was just different than regular sex. Kinky sex. Sex on trains, sex in planes, sex on boats and sex that cannot be defined. But allow me to introduce you to something you may never have considered. Ball sex. Well, you know what I'm going to say? I don't like the thought of this. Um, <coughs> I'm talking about having penetrative sex with testicles. It's something that I never even thought possible. But one night... As I was doing one of my 2am internet doom scrolls, I came across a sex toy called the Baldo. Which, to be fair, sounds like a sort of guy you would buy a gear off of an estate. Is Baldo coming around tonight with some gear? Aye. But the bar, and he especially sounds Glaswegian, doesn't he? Aye, Baldo's come over for the 12th, man. Um, and discovered that the Baldo's absolutely a thing. According to the website, the Baldo, which is of course $69, what a retail price, what else is it going to be, is considered the world's first ever ball dildo. It allows you to penetrate your partner with your balls. I hate the phrase here, and unleash pleasure that you've never experienced before. 
Now, is there a photo of the Baldo? How the Baldo works, right, oh no. There's a drawing here, which, I mean, it looks like rub a rubber. It looks like a, a thong for the testicles with a dildo on the end of it. Yeah, you know what? I'm not doing ever putting anything on my balls. Like, but see your testicles. It's the strings. Now, I don't again. I did single word science, so I don't know if this, if this is the correct terms. But what I'm going to say is the strings that connect. It's like conkers. You know the strings that connect your balls to your body inside your scrot are the most sensitive things in all of the land. So, um, you know, never, never use them in such a way that, you know, never use your balls in sex. Like it's like, obviously they, they have a point because, you know, they produce stuff, but also don't make them into dildo, don't force your balls and gross, you know, that's. Horrific, and I, I'm going to say, you know, I'm just going to regularly stick to, you know, what I usually do, um, when we have sex, and that's get pegged. Um, on a scale of zero to the alpha man, how annoyed would Shane have, Shane have been with his eye? Yeah, if anyone didn't see it, Shane had a real affliction on his eye that made it look absolutely disgusting, pink eye, effectively. So, you know, he's probably pretty annoyed. But when your hygiene levels are like that, you know, this is a risk that you take. You should definitely wash more. And also, it's weird that he got the eye infection. Quite literally the day he went sea swimming. Hmm. Just going to say, don't swim in dirty water. People never learn. But by the way, sea swimmers, a lot of respect for you guys. You enjoyed my clip. You took it as being funny and you enjoyed it. And I respect that. I respect you sea swimmers. All right. For now. Might change in a week's time. But for now, I respect you. Chris Reese said... What do you make of grown adults buying drinks for kids in an off-license? Today has been mental for for it, or using their siblings' ID. Well, I mean, Easter is a big big drinking time of the year, which is weird, because obviously, you know, what I think, I think it happens, obviously. I don't, you know, I, I think there's something weird if you're an adult and you're buying drinks for kids, unless they're being like, you know, there's 50 quid, can you go and buy me four wickets? And I'd be like, yeah, sweet. But, yeah... I don't like it. I think I think you should, you should, because again, I suppose you could argue there's a reason there's an age limit on drinking. Says the guy obviously drank underage for a good few years, but you know what I mean. It's there's a reason for that. So if you are buying kids drinks, you're almost kind of I don't want to say grooming them, but you're kind of making kids a little bit more vulnerable if you are not like if you're a parent, I guess, and you you let your kids have a drink in your house with you. I think that's fine, but if you're a random person just buying a random child drink that you don't know any other story, their background, where they're from, that can be problematic. But people using their siblings' ID, I mean, we all did that, that's no problem. But other random adults buying kids' drink, bit weird, bit creepy. Um, Rory Cunningham has said, best hangover cure, hey, hanging like a ball bag here. I mean, what you should do is, is get a baldo, stick a baldo in your sack, and that should hopefully help. But also what I would say, my hangover cure that I ended up having to do on Thursday was going to um was going to Subway and getting a foot long 
with mainly the most important thing was the bag of Doritos and the Mountain Dew. They're the two things that ha- they are the bits that complete the subway. You can't just um, you can't just have the subway. You need the sides for it to really count. You know what I mean? And then the last question is from Phil. Oh no, he said they're making vegan lion meat. Thoughts? Lab-grown exotic meat products such as tiger steaks and lion burgers could soon be on British dinner tables as part of a groundbreaking food project. The company aims to convert meat eaters to cultivated products grown from animal cells, which are much less much less harmful to the environment. The company's founder suggests that we eat animals like chicken and beef because they're easiest to domesticate. You know what? I'm open to, to trying anything. You know, I'm open to trying any kind of meat um, if it's tasty. And lion burgers might be nice, I guess, but also could be stinking. So I don't know. I'm open to trying it, you know, um, and we'll see. <laughs> um, Aaron Butler's just put a post up, which is very funny. Um, him in bed. Looking ridiculous, um, and then <laughs> he's written underneath it, check the tags, and then you hit the tags, and he just tagged Jerry Adams. Very funny, from the butt man. Um, very enjoyable indeed. Um, but that was a lot of fun. I'm kind of sad now because I want to do stand up. I wish I had a gig book for tonight. Oh well, but that's the end of the show, guys. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope. Um, it was fun, and hopefully Ben will be back soon, you know, and, and him and everyone else doing fucking Easter holidays. What is this? Am I the only guy that works through Easter? Probably, because as you already know by now, I am the equivalent of The Rock. I just work non-stop, is what it is. This is why, you know, I am where I am. And hey, that's the end of it. But before I go, I do rate and review the podcast. I always say that and always forget. Every time I forget to say rate and review the podcast, please rate and review the podcast on iTunes and on Spotify. Subscribe on Spotify. Subscribe on YouTube. Has anyone written any reviews in a while? No, they haven't. So please do. I'll read them out on the show. Pardon me for burping. That's such bad etiquette. Still hungover. Guys. Take care. Bye. I'm the slack guy.